0: What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. I am Mr. Tony Trujillo, your co-host here with my. What would I call you? Because you are like a co-host, but like you're the communications manager, correct? Wouldn't that be like your? T- I don't know. We'll just say co-host, and I'll be the host. I don't fuck. Doesn't really matter. Me, you, same, same. Um, here with Austin Rawlson. Austin buddy. How are you? Hey, Austin, guess what? We can't hear you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you started talking all excited. And I was like, hey, I can't hear you. I actually have the mute button. I've got a new mic, guys, so I'm learning it. But, um, like, yeah, I haven't on. done very much communications management re- um, at all, so... Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Um, looks like I do get to go to Texas for a week to see my grandma down there. And, um, I'm, we're all set. All this garbage that I'm trying to set up is all finally settling down and we're getting into the next election season. And I just got a new contract already, which is awesome, which is going to, the whole, the contract's going to pay my whole rent. So I don't have to worry about rent for the whole year. So that'd be awesome. Dude,
0: that's fucking awesome. Good things are coming, bro. It's for real. Um, I actually starting Monday. I start making a my new pay an hour, or so Hell yeah. pay bump. Yeah, obviously, I won't see any results for another week because, well, you know how it is. You get paid for last week's next week. Yeah, kind of stupid, but so that's coming you, up, and we're, do you we're ready get paid, to get going.
1: Do you get paid weekly or monthly?
0: Yeah. Weekly. Yeah, every Dude, Getting Thursday. paid
1: weekly is so much better than bi-weekly.
0: It is, but I had to learn how to manage it because I was so used to being paid bi-weekly that you'd get like the nine, whatever, you know, like a thousand bucks maybe, and you figured out how to line everything up like that. When I started getting paid weekly, I wasn't paying attention, and I started blasting through money, and I was like, well, shit, I got to manage this better. So it's hard when you're not used to it, once you get used to it, though, it works out. And it does, dude. Like, I love that I only have to wait just five days, like every five days. It's, it's nice because, yeah, when I first started with this company I'm with, man, biweekly was a pain in the ass. It really was. It's not easy, but
1: yeah, my I paycheck, learned.
0: I had, like, a little mechanism for it.
1: My paycheck usually is gone by day two to day three after I get paid. Yeah, So being able to say, you know what, it's Wednesday. <laughs> It's Wednesday, two more days and I get paid versus, oh, God. Oh, God. I got, I got two like, more weeks. <laughs> I got, like, ten days till I get paid. I got to try to make it ten days without, without yeah. getting gas.
0: That's usually our scenario is it's gone by day two. That's well, because, like, dude, we have so many bills, and now we got even more bills coming. So whatever, you know, like, the more you make, the more they take. And as my dad has used to always, well, used to say to me is, uh, When you make more, your taste in the living goes up. So, you know, that happens. I mean, I'm able to afford more, so I want to do more, you know, life insurance and all that bullshit. Um, shit, man, this is technically season three, episode one, for anyone Woo! that gives a shit out there. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to do something special for it, but really, there's not a whole lot in the world I thought we could do other than do what we normally do, which is just play it by ear. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, I actually watched a very interesting movie today and a shitty WWE pay-per-view. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm always like, yeah, I'll just give it a shot. It'll be interesting. It's free. Eh. Cause I get peacocks. I figured, why not dude? I'll kill time. Right. And it's on a Saturday, not a Sunday. Like it normally is. It was trash. Um, this movie I watched, you ever seen equilibrium
1: uh, I don't think I have.
0: it Scott Christian Bell. I don't know what year it came out. It's early 2000s. Um, basically, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is this?
1: <laughs> are we
0: at like an aquarium or something? I think we're at, <laughs> we're at the zoo. We're the zoo. Well, if so anyone's I was just... watching the early
1: release, they're going to see this. <laughs> yeah, so what happened Man, was, what... is I I saw that you changed the uh, image for the group that we're in. I was trying to see it, and I actually hit this button. It just put us in like a freaking zoo. Well,
0: the image I changed was I was hoping I'm going to run it by you first, obviously. But I was going to be like, hey, how do you feel about making this the new uh, image for the logo for the season or maybe one episode if it doesn't work out? It looks kind of ugly, but I was going for something gritty, like colorful and gritty.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I like ours. And... But it's yeah,
0: check it out bit. and tell me what you... Yeah, tell me what yeah. you think or what you want to do with it. Um, you'll have to send Cause... it
1: to me because I cannot access it for some reason.
0: Yeah, I'll send it to you. i actually here. I got it on my phone right now. Um, But anyway, fucking... This movie is about, like... It takes place in a future where, like, thinking and feeling is outlawed. And so Christian Bell is like... One of these agents, if you will, who hunts people down and, you know, he erases them, exterminates them, kills them for thought crimes as well as uh, sense crimes, meaning that they start feeling again and they all have to take medicine to keep them in line. And it it's basically uh, an Orwellian type of film, but meets, um you know, action pack. Uh, it, it was a little corny and it's definitely a product of its time, but... I enjoyed the hell out of it. I had never seen it before. I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it. I loved it because it goes deep into one of my greatest fears, which is um, collapsing to communism or, you know, a form of fascism where the government controls everything, controls your mind, makes you watch a TV where they feed you a manifesto of hate. Like that's pretty much what this movie is. And he starts to feel shit. Like he's like, okay, wait a minute. Something's not right. Like, I'm not going to take my medicine. So he stops taking his vials and his son starts noticing and his son's a little snitch and his superior's like an asshole. It, it's a good movie though. It's worth checking out. It's called equilibrium. But the reason I was talking about it was because uh, it got me thinking, how cool would it be if, uh, you could create like the fall of humanity or, uh, Maybe the collapse of a government, and you create your own kind of like that game. Uh, you remember Plague, or I think that's what it's called, Plague Incorporated. It was the mobile game where you could like develop your own virus like and own wipe virus out the planet. And...
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What if you could create your own fall of society? You just like pick who they honor, what the rules are, and shit, and you just watch it play out. That'd be a cool like simulation. Mm. Coming oh, next,
1: to it wouldn't from coming up next from the great girth game studio
0: dude seriously that would be kind of cool like it'd be evil as shit but so is plague you're like you're sitting there making a virus to wipe out the world but it would actually like make people think like how would i control mass masses of people how would i instill fear in them well it's very simple i'd tell them there's a virus out there that kills everybody and they would accept forms of segregation towards others and
1: well shoot Yeah, (laughs) uh, in the United States, rough costs of setting up and running a game studio for twelve months is approximately six hundred eighteen thousand dollars.
0: So we're not doing that idea. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's well, it was a good idea why
1: it lasted, folks.
0: Like, if we had a Patreon and people like, you know, donated, then maybe. But nah, we're gonna be making
1: at least a million dollars. We got to be pulling that OnlyFans money.
0: Seriously, dude, and, like, I don't understand how people do the Patreon thing. Like, I know you guys are doing it, but I'm like, man, how the fuck do you manage that? Like, I think it does some really good traction to do that. Like, you got to have a pretty decent-sized fan base, because...
1: We make make a couple hundred bucks off of it.
0: See, that's cool, though. I imagine if it was someone like me that opened one for no reason at all, and it was to support my writing or whatever, or, like, a show I'm doing similar to this... And I don't have a lot of viewers. I imagine it's hard to get anything off of it. You probably have to have a pretty. Pretty big influence. Either online or in the local community. Or something. Because I have I know a lot of people that have done this. And. It's not that they fail. But they give up. Because it's hard as shit to maintain. Like It's just like running a podcast. I tell people all the time. This is purely for fun. And it came out of nowhere. When I was like getting sick of all the shit that was going on in my head that I couldn't talk about at work or you know I was like dude Joe Rogan's one of my inspirations the cult classic horror show is another one but I wanted to start a podcast to kind of do my own thing and like talk and if nobody listened then oh well at least I'm listening you know but as the years have gone on we're seeing quite a small but you know it's a noticeable fan base I mean our videos are getting a lot of views and you know our episodes are getting a lot of views too but i wouldn't say like it's time for a patreon cuz i'm afraid of it i'm like man i don't know how people could rely on that i think you'd have to really be like like top tier you got to like i said you got to have an influence kind of like you guys have cuz believe it or not i've read about you guys in like papers
1: yeah we especially we, you guys. we were in we had a we were in the guardian um a few months ago which was insane a national newspaper wrote about us and called us some radical um, yeah. right-wing organization, which was the honor of my life so far.
0: <laughs> well, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, like if you get complained about like that, that's like Prager you shit right there, bro. That's a badge of honor. Like that means someone notices you. All I get is like emails and messages from people that hate me, but that's about it. Um, people yeah, are so- listening, though, man, because –
1: so shameless plug on thirteen sixty C at four o'clock on Saturdays. Tune in to listen to the American Echoes podcast and radio show. Uh, this month we're talking about the dropping the bo- dropping the sun on Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' dying! We're doing research hey for this ep. We're doing um, research for this episode, oh, and it's got like a it's got a thing of all the years, and it says average temperature in Japan, and it's like. It's like 70, 60, 80, and all of a sudden, a couple thousand Kelvin, and then drops like that. 70, 80, right in 45, when we dropped the atomic bombs. Just, just, then choo, got really, really hot all of a sudden in Japan.
0: <laughs> well, it's like Dave Chappelle said, man, we bombed the fucking masculinity out of them. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just funny how you were doing a little shout out that we're going to be talking about dropping
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> Drop two small, not shalant, small n- nuclear reactors on Japan. Um <laughs> and tomorrow and next week we're gonna be arguing whether or not Truman should have dropped the bomb or not. And that's gonna be interesting because one person believes that it was the wrong decision, and I think that it was easily the right decision, and if you think wrong if you think differently, you're retarded. Um so yeah. we'll see how that goes.
0: I mean, the way I see it is, um, sometimes you got to prove a point. That point being, I'm gonna have to massacre a bunch of you for you to understand. You don't fuck with me.
1: Yeah, they're like, can hey, you no, fuck with? are our... getting... no, yeah. You... We've whooped you up and down the Pacific. Are you ready to resign? They're like, nah.
0: Are you sure, right? Like, you get what I'm saying. We it's were, like, we hey, begging we him. Him. we're <laughs> like,
1: please surrender. And they're like, no, so we're like, okay, dropped one on them. We're like, how about now, suck us? And they're like, uh, no, okay, bring in now? the second, second son, let's go. And
0: they <gasps> dropped it. We we dropped like, the sun.
1: then they were like, Uncle, no more, please, Uncle, Uncle
0: then they started making hello kitty and pokemon and all that shit but i like pokemon so people could talk all the shit they want i loved it um but fuck dude that's pretty fucking funny you guys are on like anchor or spotify too right when the episodes yes. are done airing live um,
1: yeah right now it's the red raft it's going to be it's going to be it's switch we're switching our name over starting this starting um this um Starting today was our first day as the American Echoes, and they're not the Red Rift anymore. The Red Rift is now a separate podcast where we talk political stuff. American Echoes is where is the radio show that we talk about history.
0: Oh, okay. No, the reason I ask is because uh, even though I'm like an old person at heart, I don't listen to the radio very much, so I don't tune in like that. I'll have to listen to them when they're done being – I don't know. That's my thing. I've never really been a fan of watching or listening to anything live. Unless it's like a sports event or something, but right. I mean, I'll probably get a shot. What time is it on the radio at?
1: Four o'clock.
0: Fuck, almost like in the afternoon or in the morning. Afternoon. Oh, okay. I thought you meant four in the morning. I was like, bro, I don't even wake up till five, because then I would have listened to it. Yes, because that's a commute to work. But no, if it's on four, I could definitely check it out too, because I'm still coming um, home then.
1: Yeah, at four o'clock, the pre-recorded segment and then we have a discussion and then we have our couple of sponsors that pay us to do advertising for them and then so
0: yo this layout i put on here we look like children behind this cafe desk
1: oh shoot i don't have it up hold on let me do it, let me it back <laughs> up. you didn't see me
0: change it i was having fun
1: with oh it no changed it. yo <laughs> it i got like an children. orange tony i got an orange in front I... of is this an orange i know You got an orange, all I got was a
0: little teacup. What the fuck? I'm hoping people are watching this. I'm noticing, actually, when we do the early release episode, or the early release day for Rumble, we actually have quite a bit of people paying attention to that. And not recently, but when I first did it, the first two episodes I did it, um, more people were watching it on Rumble than they were listening to it on like the website or Spotify. I think some people like watching it. Me, personally... I I like to listen to podcasts more than watching, but if you watch them, they can be interesting too. I I think that it'll be really cool. I I know, it looks like you're trying to lean over to me. See, this setting makes no sense because we're both looking onward to nobody. (laughs) It would make more sense if we were like across from each other, but we're literally like sitting next to each other, technically six feet apart. That's fucking crazy. yeah,
1: we are social distance, hell yeah. That's what hey, it looks getting like. COVID today.
0: Fuck man. Um, I watched, like I mentioned, I watched that shitty WWE pay-per-view. Now, here's the reason it sucked. The matches were actually good. Um, I haven't really been paying attention to WWE, as most of you know. Because I get people asking me all the time, like, hey, what's your prediction about this match? And I'm like, dude, I really don't pay attention to WWE. I still look up the news because I'm always gonna be a WWE fan at heart but aw has me man like they've got a grip on my life i went and got like cable so i could watch them and shit but um basically i didn't know anything about the lead the leading up stories Just, are you jumping up and down it no, looked like you I were didn't. jumping up and down <laughs> I moved my connection my, um, sucks
1: yeah i moved my, my can- freaking camera
0: My connection sucks so bad, dude. Like, my lips are taking a minute to catch up to what I'm saying. Um, Basically, the only match that I knew about was going to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns Part 2. We got the first one at Crown Jewel. Um, That sucked. Because Roman won with the help of Lesnar. Um, But I think I talked about this on a past episode. Uh, The developing story on it was Roman basically was like, you know, yo, Heyman, you're acting shady. What the fuck? Who? What are you doing? Like, why are you protecting Brock Lesnar from me? Well, Heyman breaks his silence and he's like, dude, I'm not protecting him from you. I'm protecting you from him. So they fire him. They whoop his ass. Brock Lesnar comes out and is like, I'll see you at day one. I'm going to fuck you up. So day one is on tonight. That's the only match I know about and I want to see it because I like Brock Lesnar. Dude, not even like five seconds into the pay per view, they right away announced that Roman wouldn't be wrestling for the night because he tested positive for COVID. So they put Brock Lesnar in the fatal four way match that was going to be for the the Raw champion, the WWE champion, which currently it's Big E or was anyway. It was going to be Big E defending his title against Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley well, we don't get a Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match now. So they throw Brock Lesnar into it and make it a fatal five-way, which I thought sounded stupid in retrospect. But I was like, you know what, I'll watch it, because I don't care about any of the other matches. Granted, they were good. The first match was, uh, if I remember correctly, it was the Usos defending the titles against the, um, the fucking New Day. It was actually a good match. And then Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan, that was another good match. Edge versus uh, Miz. It was kind of boring, but it was interesting. It had my attention. But um, once we get to the Fatal Five-Way match, uh, I'm hooked. It was a good match. The- Brock Lesnar's killing it. Well, yeah, um, spoiler. Thing, right? Yeah, Lesnar won. And here's the thing. I should be happy, but I'm pissed because that leads me to believe that he was going to beat Roman Reigns. Unless that was a last-minute decision, because they last-minute put him in that match because it was supposed to be him and Roman, but due to Roman testing positive, he couldn't wrestle, obviously. So that's gone, but him winning the WWE Champion made no sense, unless he was supposed to win the Universal Champion and beat Roman Reigns. So if that was the case, we didn't get that, and I'm pissed. I wanted to see it. I can't stand Roman Reigns at all. That's how good of a wrestler he is. He really makes me believe I fucking hate him. So I was like, God damn it. And it made no sense because Big E just won that title like two, three months ago. But he is a boring champion. So it was going to happen at some point. I guess, if anything, it should have been Brock Lesnar.
1: That is the most naturally, like, stocky man I've ever seen in my entire life, though.
0: Which one? Big E. Because they're... Yeah, dude, they're fucking big, all of them. Even Kevin Owens is huge. Seth Rollins is the only one that's tiny in that match, but he's still kicking ass. I thought Big E was going to either defend the title and win, or um, either Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins would win. Bobby Lashley just lost it to Big E, so I didn't think he was going to win it back. And I didn't think in any way, shape, or form that Brock Lesnar would win. I thought they were just going to throw him in there as a last-ditch effort to save the show. Well, he ends up winning, and I'm like, okay. Problem number two. Brock Lesnar is a part timer. Are we really gonna play this game again where he doesn't defend the belt at all? Like maybe once or twice a year. That's really gonna suck. So what happens now? Because people still want to see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That's like a that was a must see match and it sucked at Crown Jewel. So this sucked now. What's gonna happen though if they're both champions? Like that doesn't make any sense. So I was a little pissed about that, but I was happy the Brock won because, dude, I have my opinions of Brock Lesnar in the past. I didn't like that he was a part-timer. I didn't like that they made him basically the same thing as Roman Reigns. They made him, you know, almighty, but he hardly wrestled. He was never around. It just sucked. I was like, man, but I like him now. He's more of a babyface character. Like, I don't know if you know this. You probably do. Brock Lesnar is known for not talking. Paul Heyman's always been his, you know, spokesperson. Well, Heyman's not around and he's been Roman's guy since Lesnar showed up. So Lesnar comes in looking like a lumberjack and he's talking like he's cracking jokes. He's laughing like he's having a good time. You can tell he's having fun and I'm enjoying it. I think Brock Lesnar being the good guy is kind of enjoyable, especially because he makes being the bad guy look good. You could tell he's still the bad guy. But he's supposed to be the good guy in this scenario, at least what they're selling us. And it works. It's kind of like a Triple H back in the day. Triple H could be the good guy, but he had to still be the bad boy. So, you know, it couldn't be vice versa. Like uh, Becky Lynch is a good example. She was always the baby face. Until she came back after having a baby and getting married to Seth, she came back and almost immediately they threw her into the heel position because they wanted her to be the bad guy. And it it works, but she's not the lovable Becky Lynch anymore. She's now had a complete role reversal. Same with Roman Reigns. He was always the good guy, but then he's the bad guy now. So you know, you don't see a lot of like I'm gonna still be the bad is character, he, think, but people are gonna love me. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing, the th- reason I think WWE is suffering so bad. The reason I think the WWE is suffering so bad is because. Um, they don't understand. They have characters that are they have like people who are famous and are popular. It just feels like they don't understand why they're popular.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like they don't know what to do. With so them. it's definitely go, oh, this, for
1: this reason. Then, but... yeah, if it what it does, <laughs> what it does is it feels Sorry, like. they, They just don't understand why they're popular, so they go, oh, this person's popular, so now let's make him this role. But the reason they were popular is because they were so good in that role that they didn't ruin the character.
0: Right, and you see a lot of mismanagement, too. Bray Wyatt is like the prime example. He was probably the best character they had since The Undertaker. That's what he was. He was the Undertaker of today, and they fucked it up. They didn't know what to do with him. And there's so much they could have done, and he got the shaft all the way to the very end. And it's a sad story. It's like, fuck, man, I would have loved to have seen him do more, but we don't get that. The biggest difference for me with WWE and AEW, the reason I like AEW more is because, I've said it before, it reminds me of being a kid. It reminds me of the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era. It just reminds me of how much I loved wrestling growing up. It's that same feeling again, but it's modern. And AEW doesn't shy from the fact that it is a wrestling company. Vince McMahon and all his reps will tell you straight up, they don't like the word wrestling. It is banned. They are not allowed to say it. Their talent's not allowed to say it. They call their wrestlers talent and entertainers. They are an entertainment business. They're in the business of entertainment. AEW is like, no, we're a wrestling company. They are wrestlers. And they say it like, this is wrestling. This is what we do. And you know they still have the Broadway aspect that A or the WWE has but WWE is more Hollywood you know it's got the better production value that has like the better creative writing team but the right. stories they come up with are ridiculous like it's all the same shit AEW's is definitely fresher the problem with AEW though is that being that it's a billionaire that's doing it they're not throwing a lot of money into it. It still looks like a really ghetto version of wrestling, but I kind of like that. I like that. It's like grittier, darker. It doesn't look as professional. Like WWE looks like something that you would watch on, you know, a Netflix movie. AEW is very much reminiscent of WCW back in the nineties. It's, it looks like a wrestling show minus the big budget, you know? So, I mean, I actually enjoy that. Another reason I enjoy it more is because even though, it's predictable. It's not, not so, if that makes sense, WWE, you just like, know right away. You can almost like call it before it happens. AEW has a way of misguiding you. Right. And even if you know what's going to happen, they fuck with you. They put you on edge. Like they give you this hope that you're like, Oh, this isn't going to go down the way that I think it is. And sometimes it does, but that's, that's wrestling, man. Once, I agree with the popular statement that once wrestling was revealed as fake, or I don't like calling it fake because it's not, but staged. Once wrestling was revealed as scripted, it lost its magic because now most people know it's not real. But when you're someone like me, you're like, well, that's not why I watch it. I watch it because it's a form of entertainment. It's it's still enjoyable, but you know every angle and all that. I like AEW because they know how to mess with you a little bit. It feels like they put in more effort. But um yeah, that was not a good pay-per-view. It's cool the Brock one, but um I'm telling you, bro, honest to God truth, I know you don't really like wrestling, but you got to watch these two matches, man. They were crazy. It was a uh, Brian Danielson or fuck, I'm just going to say it, Daniel Bryan, that's his name. It was Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Champion. Lasted 30 minutes, ended in a draw. Great fucking match. Then came the last one that I watched recently. It was Daniel Bryan versus um, what's his name? Adam Page, the new AEW champion. I love them both. Adam Page is cool. He's a homegrown superstar from AEW, so I, you know, I enjoy him. That match was an hour, bro, 60 minutes, and it ended in a fucking draw. That made me mad, but dude, it was great. Like, it was cool. I just hope they don't make this a fucking habit because WWE fell into that trap and they can't get out of it. It's like a habit now. I don't want them to keep making matches and in draws, but those two are good matches that you have to see. I will hands down say they're two of the greatest matches I've seen of all time. And let me close this uh, wrestling talk with one more thing. Um, I won't, I won't like not admit this. I'll admit that AEW's Rampage show on Friday isn't as good as Wednesday's Dynamite. Friday feels very boring at times, but this last friday it was amazing dude it was great like they had some good matches and they had one match in particular it was a, a women's match but it was called a street fight i kind of thought whatever they're just going to take a few bumps like the women's divisions just never really interested me in any federation well this match dude was very violent like two of the two of the wrestlers got their head split open one of them she got hit upside the head with a a beer bottle and it broke upside her head. She (laughs) falls out of the ring. When she gets back up, dude, she's like pouring blood. The other one took some brass knuckles with spikes to the fucking forehead and she's bloody. And then they get thumbtacks. They're falling in glass, bro. They're throwing each other through tables. The first time the table doesn't break and you're like, Oh my God, dude, her spleen like that has to hurt. And then they get thrown through a table. One of them, she goes through a table with fucking chairs on her. Like You could tell it hurt the other person more. And it was insane. I was like, bro, this match is fucking crazy. Chanel's watching it with me. She's like, oh my god, that chick's really bleeding. They need to stop the match. And I was like, I know, dude, there's puddles of blood like everywhere. She's dying. She's seeing Jesus. But that was a good fucking match. And I say that in high regard to how I feel about women's division because for some reason, the women's division and like every federation or whatever you want to call it has just never interested me. And I know that sounds sexist, but I just, they just aren't interesting. Like the men's division for some reason. I I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with the writing. And again, the mismanagement, they have all these great characters, especially female talent that they don't know what to do with, or they misuse them. And it's fucking frustrating, but enough with the wrestling talk. That was uh, my little, wrestling rundown because people always ask me about it and i try to fit it in the show but the problem is, is i can go on talking about it um something we should discuss we have got to get a guest on this show and there's a guest in mind i have that i've been talking to because uh this is wrestling related but not necessarily i watched an episode of dark side of the ring it was about the wwf steroid trials which was a big deal early 90s um basically that's when it came out that vince mcmahon was supplying his wrestlers with steroids and so he's going on trial all these other wrestlers are going to sell him out it made national news and the only reason it wasn't such a big deal like it should have been was because it was right around the time of the oj trial so it wasn't as popular but it was a big deal because vince was looking at some years well um Spoiler alert! That obviously didn't happen, and steroids are now not as frowned upon in that business. So, obviously they're using, but I don't think it's uh yeah. what it used to be. You can't look at
1: you can't look at Bobby Lashley and not tell me that man's juicing every day.
0: He looks like it, man. We and Chanel were talking about that earlier while we were watching the day one pay per view early because that was on tonight. That was a couple hours ago. Um, you could see like his veins, dude. He looked like venom. Or not Venom. He looked like Bane from the comics, dude. You could just see like the Venom running through his shit. And I was like, yeah, dude, he's gotta be taking something. Because that's a big dude.
1: It's just not natural. His his testicles... Dude, his testicles must be the size of jelly beans. That's all I'm saying.
0: (laughs) But I wanted to get a guest on um, who was a former wrestler. He actually wrestled with my stepdad and with Kat, the chick we had on in the past really cool lady uh she has some good stories just like he does but um i think there's a little bit of holdback on it because you know when i spoke to him he said well i don't know what i can contribute because i wasn't in that type of business i was in the you know the local business it's not the same thing but he did mention something to me that was pretty interesting he's like you know i'm more of a paranormal investigator guy and i was like you know that's a topic i'd like to tackle someday so maybe we can have him on or maybe we can have someone on in that field. But I think it'd be kind of cool to talk about that stuff because I'm a believer in it and some people aren't. I'd love to kind of discuss both aspects of it. I'd love to talk about what we think is fake, what we think could be real. Like a good example, Chanel got me hooked on that Zach Baggin show, um, Ghost Adventures or whatever. Right. I think that's what it's called. I know it's not Ghost Hunters, but the Ghost Adventures. And I like it because you know I've told stories before on in, in on the show I've had some experiences so I fully believe a lot of that stuff but there's some of those episodes I watch where I'm like this seems really staged and I'd love to pick a case that's uh very popular like I don't know Amityville Stanley Hotel whatever and just talk about it I mean I guess I never really asked you do you believe in fucking paranormal shit
1: um I like believe
0: in demons and that's what I mean. Yeah. Such... Like,
1: well, I, bl- I believe in ghosts
0: too, but not so much as I do demons because being a Christian, I believe there is a God and there is a devil, there's a heaven, there's a hell, and there's definitely demonic presences in this world. I've never witnessed a, you know, a possession of any sort, but I believe that demons can possess people, places, um items, you know, I believe in all that stuff, so I get suckered into that when I see it on TV. But it's hard to watch a show where they're just standing around for 40 minutes like, is someone in this room? And he's like, oh my god, he's oh here. my god, the, el- the electrometer, it's going up. And it really could be one of them just has the, like a fever, and it's picking up their particles. You just never know, you know? It's <laughs> right. like, eh. That's what it seems like, because the shit they use is scientifically accurate, but... It feels like they're misusing it for their own benefit. You're like, hold on, wait a minute. That's not what that's for. That's to pick up energy in the room. What you're yeah, describing sure. is definitely different. Oh, man, um, Chanel bought me this uh, carbonated water, like flavored water drink, right? It's a peach flavor because I like peach. And it basically tastes like, um. remember the, the smash water when we were kids? The, the flavored water, basically. It was like strawberry no, kiwi oh, and yeah. shit like that. Well, they yeah, have like that.
1: What is that Propel, which is powered water?
0: It was kind of like Propel, yeah, but it doesn't have all the nutrients that Propel does. This shit is basically just like flavored water, but it's carbonated, so it's got like zero sugar, zero calories, zero caffeine. It's meant to be like a healthy alternative to soda. But it's, you know, you should still drink your water, but it, it's carbonated water with peach flavor. And there was a bunch of them, but I got that because I like peach. I actually really like it. It's like a it's sweet water, but, you know, it's got the bubbles I need. It's it's good. I fucked up, though, and made a mistake and bought Olivia one that was unsweetened. I didn't know that because Olivia likes them. And that's why she, and I was like, you should try them. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll grab a pack. So I grabbed a 12 pack. Well, when I grabbed Olivia one, I, gra- I grabbed her one that was like a strawberry flavor but the box was white. It wasn't orange or purple like the other ones. It was just white. Apparently I grabbed an unsweetened one. So she got a LaCroix basically. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Those stupid waters that tastes like shit. She was drinking it. Yeah. and She's like, something's not right with this. This don't taste right. And we're like, you're fine. Just drink it. And she's looking at Chanel. She's like, mommy, there's something wrong with this. And she just never touched them ever again. And they've been sitting there and I'm like, why isn't she drinking them? So we came back to test the theory, and sure enough, it says unsweetened on the box. I opened it up, dude, and it tasted like a LaCroix. I was like, damn it. just tastes like fucking TV static. <laughs> it dude. looks like what TV static would taste yeah. like.
1: Yeah, LaCroix tastes like someone carbonated water, and then like took a lemon and waved it over the top. And then threw the lemon away.
0: It's gross. Yeah, it has to be the sweetened ones. Like obviously you wouldn't want to drink those every day all day because they're probably they got some sort of sweetener. I'm like I know they have aspartame, um, or it, it's one of those. It's definitely the one that can give you lesions on your brain supposedly. So like it's not gonna replace yeah, water, but aspartame it's aspartame
1: uh, does definitely give you give you
0: lesions on your brain. Yeah, I gotta stop drinking diet soda, dude. I drink it a lot, like it's water. I like I like replace calf. Uh, regular soda with diet soda, and now I hardly drink water. That's going to be a problem. That's probably why I shit a lot. <laughs> I'm on a fucking fiber diet. Yeah, I, or um, not, cause I...
1: I used to drink a ton of Propel. But right. um, I found out that Propel, is, like a bottle of Propel is worse for you than a bottle of Coke is.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is weird, though. You think it'd be like much better for you. But in actuality, all the stuff that's meant to drive you away from soda is actually worse or it it can be when it's misused. It's good as like a, Hey, maybe I shouldn't have the soda and just drink that. But when you drink only that, that's a problem. You're supposed to be drinking water 24 seven, which fucking, yeah, I I don't. So, Oh look, I'm a fishy now. What the fuck? Why is Austin King of the goddamn aquarium? (laughs)
1: <laughs> who listen to pineapple
0: under the sea I'm having too much fun with these layouts fucking <laughs> that. that's great
1: fence.
0: you know what's weird though man and all the stuff I've ever drinking, I think that LaCroix La or whatever the fuck they're called is by far the only non-soda drink I've had in my life where I really considered suicide it was a it was gross. It was bad. I didn't like it. I wouldn't do it ever again, either. I don't know why anyone would. But, you know, hey, there's a lot of people out there that like it, obviously.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got some buddies that um really like LaCroix and stuff like that. Just... I can't do it. you not like, dude, what's cause...
0: wrong with you? Why?
1: If I'm going to drink water. I'm just going to drink a bottle of water. I don't need freaking it to taste like someone briefly sneezed uh, lemon juice from across the room.
0: Yeah, it's usually kind of gross when you get that, and you're like, dude, did you just fucking throw debris at me? Whoa, there's Austin. <laughs> we're, on an airplane. Dude, we're tiny on this airplane. <laughs> like, look, dude, I look like a little kid again. What the fuck is this? This is pissing me off. I'm trying to find one where I'm like not, our heads are bigger, but this ain't working.
1: There's like a there's like a damn cup, the size of my head.
0: I know. I'm trying to like figure out the perfect one where we're not behind something. These layouts are fucking with me. Oh no, that zoo thing we thought it was—that's an amphitheater apparently. I was reading yeah, it up and man, I'm like, the what the hell is this? It, it seems legit, but I was thinking that was a zoo too. A bar? This don't look like a bar. I'm looking at some of these layouts and I'm like, no, nah, there's no way. The underwater one would would have been cool if we fucking fit, but we're like tiny in this, this thing is, for some reason.
1: I think these are supposed to be for this like 20 people.
0: Yeah, I right, now That's it looks a little bit better. Great.
1: Right, now it looks like we're on city council.
0: Uh huh. Looks like we're on the mail view Or we're just Mr. doing ships. Yeah, we're the,
1: we're the mail view. You know, I'm sick and tired of Donald Trump being retarded. That's the whole. That's the, did, you that's the Joy, whole did you hear about what Did you
0: hear about what Joy Reid said about Elon Musk? What
1: she do? I guess. Uh,
0: <laughs> so he had been talking shit about Elizabeth Warren oh, because so uh, I guess it's hilarious. He called her a Karen, and she's like, "Um, basically, what she said in a nutshell was he took." Um, black lingo, and used it to call another woman Karen or whatever. I gotta find what she actually said. Let me look this up. But like, yeah, it I was, remember
1: he was. Per, she said he's perpetu- perpetuating. Uh, Joy Reid said he's perpetuating black culture by calling someone a Karen.
0: Yeah, that's what it was, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like that sounded racist. Just hearing it, like my ears hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was Dude, so I funny. fucking. When you- there's all these memes going around. It's got like Tesla and SpaceX, and it's like things Elon Musk owns, and it's also got Elizabeth Warren.
0: No, I know, dude. No, like for real, they're only pissed because he's right. I'm not the biggest Elon Musk fan in the world, but he's definitely a smart fucking dude. And there's no denying that, and I don't think he'd be bad to have in that position that he's trying to go for. God damn, I think he's gonna have a run in the world. To be honest with you. He's a fucking genius. And I've always wanted a Tesla. The thing is, man, is they're expensive.
1: Here's my like about a... Tesla. They've got like 300, 400 um mile range. I couldn't ever go see my dad.
0: Right. You'd have to go charge somewhere and how how do you I know there's gonna be a charge?
1: I, yeah, exactly. My dad lives in Nebraska, so I guarantee you there's not a bunch of um Real great charging points in the middle
0: of Nebraska. Yeah, exactly my point. I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna work, dude. I bet, um, I bet our buddy Aaron's fucking happy. Cobra Kai season four dropped the other day. (laughs) And you know, being a fan of the show, I I watched some of it, but I wasn't as interested as I had been. I think it's kind of starting to show. I watched that. Did you watch it?
1: I was about to start watching. And then I looked at the, can- the time. And I was like, oh, shoot, got to record. I'm going to watch it when I get out.
0: You should have just canceled. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, I got something important to do. It's called Boba Fett.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have understood. I'd have been like, I watched it the night it came out. because It was actually accidental. I was on Disney Plus because I was trying to see if they had an old movie I watched when I was a kid, which they did. But I saw an ad for Boba Fett. And I thought it was just the trailer. So I pressed on it, and it was episode one, and I was like, yeah, why not? Fuck it. I loved it, dude. It was awesome. Uh, it was great. Um, I'm, I'm into it. I can't wait for the next episode. What kills me is how they do that. They release one episode, like, every week or whatever. Yeah. It's good because you won't binge watch, but, dude, like,
1: maybe I want maybe to I binge, want watch binge
0: watch. <laughs> yeah, like, I like binge watching, bro. I don't like waiting that long. That just... That's called waiting around in the 90s, and I'm not in the 90s anymore. It's like taking a 90s dump, dude. You don't have your phone, so you start reading the shampoo bottle. Just come on. Don't do that to me. I know why they do, though. Uh, It definitely keeps the hype going, too. It keeps people engaged. And then they could probably easily see how well the episodes do in terms of numbers. Um, I enjoyed it, though. I loved Mandalorian, so I figured, why not? I'll give it a shot.
1: And then uh, I did start...
0: No, but somebody was telling me I should because they were like, dude, it's basically a statement of what Hawkeye has become now. They're like, you know, they really address it in the show.
1: I I really enjoyed it.
0: See, I love um what's his name? Jason. Um who the fuck plays Hawkeye? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Jeremy Renner. I like Jeremy Renner, not Jason. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. I love Jeremy Renner, so I got to give it a shot. And I've thought about watching Loki because somebody told me that it was pretty damn funny at times. They're like, you know, it's really interesting. Loki is awesome. And then I I really did put in thought about watching WandaVision, but I just haven't got around to it. And I didn't get into, um, I did try watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I really got to sit down and pay attention to it. It's something where I'm like, maybe I should have been watching some of the Avenger movies before I got into this. That's what I need to do is start watching this shit in chronological order. I did finally watch Black Panther though. It was so boring. I didn't get the hype. <laughs> yeah, I was but like, I- damn it.
1: Black Panther Black Panther was kinda extremely it's not one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, man, it was just, you know. It wasn't uh everything everyone said it was. I'll just put it that way. I figured I'd give it a shot. It was on Disney Plus, so I tried it. Wasn't a fan, but it wasn't like the worst thing I've seen ever either. I'm like, it's not like it was that bad. I just, it wasn't for me. You know, I am so fucking pumped for the Batman though, man. I just fuck. I'm sitting here wait, thinking about it. I'm like, God, I can't wait. What day
1: does that come? What week does that come? I'm in?
0: pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's in March. Let me IMD this. I go to IMD for fucking everything, dude. It's amazing. I've been using IMD since the 90s. That's how much I love it. The Batman. And speaking of Christian Bill. Uh, March 4th. Damn, so not too far away at all. I want to know when tickets go out so we can get them again. That's one we're going to have to go check out and do a review on.
1: Damn, yeah, I didn't know that... For that. Go ahead. That, um, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be one of three. And they're going to do this one, or they're going to do two
0: others. Which I'm pretty happy with. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've been dying for the the Flash movie. I can't wait to see that, man. I'm so excited to see Michael Keaton back in the fucking Batsuit. I'm just, I'm stoked. I know that a lot of people aren't happy with it because, you know, we have multiple Batmans and multiple Jokers. But I kind of like that about DC as they're getting into, like, the... The worlds of DC, as they call it, like a multiverse. I, I really enjoy that. I think it's kind of cool because you can expand upon things. One thing I really wish that they would give us sooner is Black Adam. I've been dying for that since The Rock announced he was gonna be on it. But when the fuck do we get Shazam too? Like, what the fuck? I liked Shazam.
1: This freaking um, I've been looking at this a bunch of pictures for the Batman when it's coming out. <clears throat> His helmet mm. is so shiny. They should have just called this
0: man the Chrome Dope. Dude, you're not kidding. Or in all honesty, what they could have done is they could have fucking just came out and said it. He's going to be the fucking Batman Beyond. Because that's what he looks like, especially in the promotional art. <clears throat> it's yeah. all dark, but his shit's like what red. Yeah, Batman I'm, like, lots of Batman Beyond. Dude, try like multiples, man. Colin Farrell's Penguin. Uh, Paul Dano is the Riddler. And then...
1: <clears> oh, this <clears> is really <throat> young Batman. This is his second year.
0: <clears throat> For the new one?
1: Yeah. It his second year, Damn, I thought it was... Batman covers uncovers corruption in Gotham City that connects to his own family while facing a serial killer known as the Riddler.
0: See, I want to see it though cuz they're going off of the aspect of the long Halloween story or whatever. I don't know if you ever read that graphic novel Andy, series, but man, that was amazing.
1: Andy, yeah. yeah, Andy Circus is is Alfred. Be Alfred.
0: One thing I was kind of iffy about was they said that they were going to make a uh, Jim Gordon black. And I was kind of like, oh, here we go with the diverse shit. The actor they picked, though, I'm sold, man. He's a good fucking Jeffrey actor.
1: Jeffrey
0: Wright. He's in this show called Westworld, which is a like a remake, whatever, of the movie from the '70s. And I don't know if you know what Westworld is, but it's a pretty interesting concept.
1: Oh, he was in Broken Flowers um, with Bill Murray.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's a really good actor. I was kind of like, okay, I'm sold on that. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want them to pick a different colored actor or ethnicity just because and they want to be
1: that He's He's the voice of the Watcher in all the What If comics. And yeah.
0: the What If...
1: Uh, cool. And he's... And, Dude, and, I gotta, he's and, and he's voiced Batman before.
0: I gotta watch What If. I was told that they're really good.
1: Yeah, especially the um, especially the Dr. Strange one, but it's good to watch all of them.
0: Right. Well, I'm hoping they do one with the Punisher because there was a comic series called What If the Punisher Killed the Marvel Universe or whatever, and it was because they had something to do with um somebody close to him dying, so he goes on a kill rampage and just fucking mercs a lot of them. And I'm like, you know, that'd be a cool concept, and now that they have a show on it, it's, it's animated, so I'm kind of like, eh, about that, but some animated shit can be good. You know, like, um, <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse was, I thought, a pretty good movie. I watched that. I loved The Flashpoint Paradox. That was a good animated movie. But it, it's hard for me to get into a lot of animated stuff. DC's animated shit is fucking phenomenal. But, you know, it really has to be a good story for me to get into it as an animated film, because animated is cool in the sense that they can do whatever they want because there's no restriction. The problem right. is, is it's animated, you know, it's not as a to me it's not as serious. I got to really be invested into it. Speaking of animated, um <clears throat> did you ever see the movie Attack on Titan AE or whatever? Um, I, think or I
1: think I think was... avoided.
0: Or I think it was Titan AE, not Attack, I don't know. It's from like two thousand or ninety nine. Let me see. I think it's called Titan AE. It was yeah, Titan AE two thousand. It had a bunch of people in it. It's an animated film that was really uh pretty damn realistic actually. It looked pretty good for the yeah, time. I'm Bill looking at it Pullman, now and it Matt Nathan yeah, G- Drew Barrymore.
1: Janine Garofolo. Holy hell.
0: Yeah, it had a lot of people, but it didn't... Um,
1: Apparently it, it didn't sucked. do
0: fairly well. Who?
1: Apparently it sucked. It was written by Josh Whedon.
0: It's from the director of Anastasia. That's a shitty movie. Bro. This is what we need, a live-action Atlantis film.
1: Th- Yes, Somewhere I was looking at. Why the at, like, hell? All the other stuff. Why the hell have we not gotten a new? It's because people that didn't watch it. They don't realize how freaking good that show, that movie is.
0: Exactly. So oh, here's a one that I liked as a kid. It wasn't necessarily good, but it was called um, The Rocketeer. Oh yeah. That was a pretty decent one. It, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it was cool for the time. Who all was in that shit? Alan Arkin was in it. Billy Campbell. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, shit. Timothy Dalton. James Bond. He was in that shit. Oh, my God. Paul Servina was in that, too. That's that dude from Goodfellas. That's fucking crazy. It's been a while since that wa It was Joe Johnston that made it, so that's actually... He's a pretty decent film director. He did the first Captain America. I think he did Indiana Jones in one of them. At least I thought he did. No. He had a part in that, but he didn't direct it. He was the art director. Huh. Oh, speaking of movies, did you fucking watch that Don't Look Up movie?
1: Oh, no, not yet.
0: I wanted to avoid it because I didn't like want to hear...
1: Everybody, everybody I'm talking to said it was it was pretty good. They said that um, what's her name? Meryl Streep's really annoying, but or not.
0: Yeah, that's what I had heard too. And like, um, I know that fucking, you know, DiCaprio and Jonah Hill are in it together, and those two are amazing. I don't know if you've seen Wolf of Wall Street, but man, they killed it in that. I was thinking about it. I just like I know it's like, from what I was told, it's a, a political satire, basically. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hear this shit. But a lot of people have said it's good, so I'm like, you know, maybe I might sit down and try to watch it.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I was just
0: curious because right now it's like one of the popular movies on Netflix.
1: That that might be a that might be a watch along candidate right there.
0: We should. Let's come up with a fucking... Oh, dude, that's actually a smart idea. You know what we should do? Pick a bunch of movies that we would do a watch long to and then create a poll in the group and let's just see who votes on it. Hopefully, we don't yeah, put one sure. that we know everyone's going to vote on right away because it's like, what if we put Avatar on there? And I don't know about you, but I fucking hate Avatar. And everybody... I'm, for we're, it and
1: not, like, we're not watching three hours of... We're not watching three hours of hair aliens. Sorry, it's not happening
0: no I I hate that movie so much like I get shit for saying this all the time I hate Avatar and I hate Titanic like I love James Cameron dude to death fucking Aliens and Terminator 2 are the great one of the greatest two of the greatest sequel films of all time but I can't stand Titanic and I fucking can't stand Avatar you can't stand Titanic no I liked it as a kid because I was a kid it insulted I, I, my intelligence.
1: Titanic is a national treasure.
0: That I is... hate that movie.
1: Shame I on you. I love DiCaprio.
0: That's the problem. I love DiCaprio, so I had I have to watch it again at oh. some point. Come back. I can't. Come back. I can't do
1: it. You oh, can't tell God. me that bitch Please didn't have
0: up. him on the fucking door.
1: <laughs> oh, she definitely did. <laughs> that ending is
0: stupid. Like, that was a dumb movie. I, I just didn't like it because... I'm older. I look at it. I'm like, this is such a stupid movie.
1: It's a phenomenal, great film, and anybody who talks smack about it deserves to get hit by an RTD bus. We uh, we do not accept uh, Titanic slander. Jesus, I got hit with a massive yawn.
0: No, I know me too, man. I'm fucking. I'm exhausted, uh, Aubrey. Kept me and Chanel up last night. Well, it was my dumb ass fault. I stayed up till like one thirty, and I was like, I'm at that age, dude, especially with kids where I'm like, it's time to get to bed at a certain point. When Olivia was younger, I was able to stay up till like 4 a.m. and I'd be fine waking up at like 9 the next day. But now she wakes up at the crack of dawn. Aubrey wakes up every hour. So naturally I try to get some sleep, but I like yeah, to stay and, up and on weekends. We co- you know? Yeah,
1: and while we continue on the path of Get a game Austin has. Get Austin excited say we're going to play. And never get on. We are now oh, on the yeah, second so sorry game about that, bro. in a row. Of <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> no, We downloaded Halo
1: out. Infinite. He goes, hey, hey, I'm going to get on in a little bit. I'll be on. So I hopped on and sat in the Halo menu for an hour. It's like, you know what? You have to go bro. play Madden. Started playing Madden. And I was like, yeah, he's definitely not getting on. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry bro, I totally spaced that I, I finished wrestling and I went and laid down And I just sat there for hours Watching movies and then I fell asleep at one thirty. Aubrey woke us up and I was like God damn it and I didn't go to bed back till like 3.30 maybe And then woke up at 9 No, I am going to play What are you doing tomorrow? Are you working?
1: No, I don't work tomorrow, thank God
0: Well shit dude, I'm not got... doing jack shit tomorrow Do you want to go on there at some point? Maybe earlier in the day
1: Yes, as early as possible. I've got a um. The Cowboys game is at two thirty, so before then I'm open from two thirty to from two thirty to about four three thirty. I'm booked, and then after that I'm good.
0: Okay, that's perfect. I'd say tonight, but fucking, we just got Aubrey down, so I don't know. I mean, we can try. I played it a little bit yesterday because you told me it was solo. And it's pretty cool, but, like, I haven't played the online yet. Oh, uh, before we close, Chanel said to check your messenger. Um, Before we close, I would like to mention that we're going to probably, at some point, I think we are going to do that watch along. And then I think we probably should do, like, a uh, maybe another live episode. I was kind of thinking we should try that again. Because that was pretty good. I'm looking at the numbers on that, and that's still amazing. So maybe that's something we could consider. Um, yeah. Shit, dude. My apologies for keeping you up that late waiting for me. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I completely spaced that shit. I went and laid down, and I was like, why is my Xbox still on? What the fuck? Because I left it on, dude. Be... I forgot to log out. You, like, you sent me a thing, no. and I was like, I'm not even on my Xbox. I had to go in my room, and I was like, oh, it's still on. <laughs> but, uh,. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, if you like what you hear here and you want to tune in for more, you can find us at the home base. That is com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Rumble, Twitter. We're pretty much everywhere. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Austin, buddy. I'll keep you updated. We got to at least play that sometime tomorrow. Yes, so.
1: definitely. At some point I will talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later, bro. I'll see you Audios. on Friday.